is here. Don't be offended if I'm a little drunk this morning. It's just the way it is. My goodness me. I've got a title for you this morning. My, my, My title is A Second Touch. And I want to start just by saying this, that God gives as much grace as we need. I don't know whether it's uh, a season for old songs, but I've been singing a song most of this week, not dissimilar from some of the songs that we've sung this morning. My song was, He Touched Me. He Touched Me. And oh, the joy that filled my soul. Something happened. Now I know. He touched me. Made me whole. tempted to sing it (coughs) I really am go on then he touched me he touched me and all the joy that filled my soul something happened now I know touched me and made me whole. Come on, Jesus. He touched me. He touched me. And all the joy that filled my soul something happened now I know he touched me I knew if I sung it, I'd be in trouble, and I am. (coughs) Come on, Jesus. Who here has known the Master's touch? Come on. He's alive. He's risen. He's moving. He's present. He's working. He's in this place. And in this place, Jesus, we honor you. We lift your name high. We acknowledge that you alone our Lord and Saviour, that there is none beside you. Only you deliver. Only you set the captive free. Wow. I can't, I've got two scriptures, whether I'm going to read them or paraphrase them, I don't know. But in Mark chapter 8, there's the story of where Jesus comes to Bethsaida and people brought a blind man to him and they begged Jesus to touch him. And Jesus took the blind man by the hand, led him out of the village and touched him. He spat upon his hands and he laid his hands upon him and he said to the man, do you see anything? And the man said this, I see men walking but they look like trees. Then again he laid his hands upon his eyes and he looked intently and was restored and saw everything clearly. 
Come on. Some here are going to see today. Some are going to have eyes opened to see the kingdom of God. Some clearly are going to see the things that Jesus is doing. For some of us, we're going to see new things that God is about to do in the days to come. But for all of us, our eyes are going to be opened because the Master's present. I want to read to you from Jeremiah as well. Again, Jeremiah 1, verse 5 to 10. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I dedicated you. A prophet to the nations, I appointed you. Oh, Lord God, I said, I don't know how to speak, I'm young. But the Lord answered me, Do not say I'm young. To whomever I send you, you shall go. Whatever I command you, you shall speak. Don't be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, oracle of the Lord. Then the Lord touched his hand, extended his hand, and touched my mouth, saying to me, See, I place my words in your mouth. If you ask anyone who has experienced the touch of God's hand to describe that presence, that experience, they'll use words like wonderful, amazing, supernatural, awesome, miraculous, unbelievable, and life-changing. It's the words I'd use. You make your own up. I want to say there's something every human being longs for is to be held and to be touched. It's one of the things that we need the most is human kindness and human touch. Something every human being was designed for, never to be alone, but to know the the blessing and the hand of God resting upon our lives. This morning's message is about people who God touched and people who long to be touched by God again. I long for his touch. Precious great when you give me a hug and you give me a cuddle but Jesus touches nothing like it so special in our gospel text Mark records a rather strange event where a blind man who needed little help from his friends to come to Jesus to be healed who's got friends who's got friends that are not Christians and you're bringing them to Jesus to be healed the best thing that you can do for them is to bring them to Jesus as I sat and I wrote this, I thought, well, how do I bring them? Will you bring them in prayer? Yes, you do. You bring them in your heart. You bring them to him before they've ever come into his presence. You bring them to him. And then you bring them physically. I say, come on, God, do a miracle, please. Do a miracle. Actually, he will. He wants to. Because say again, his presence is here. No one needs to go away and not be touched. Vera had a friend, I uh, can't think what her name was, but she used to come home from meetings like this and she used to say, I've had a touch. Oh God, come on. You know what it means. I've had a touch. God, touch us all. Let's all be touched. Don't say that about me, you're touched, you are. I am. I am. Come on. Mm. This man was in, a bam- in such a bad way. This guy was blind, just as bad, as bad as you could get in the time of Jesus. Today we can prevent and treat many eye problems. I should think there's some here who's had laser eye surgery and cataracts and uh, some of you who, who wear glasses. 
But in those times, if you were blind, you were blind. Alison's got more. See better. You look good with them. <laughs> in Jesus' day, to be blind was to be helpless and without hope. Yeah. I wondered how he saw himself. <laughs> I felt like this, you see. But I wondered how he saw himself. Unclean. Unwanted. Unworthy. Unloved. Isolated. That's how I was, you say. It's just before Jesus touched me. Some of you would say the same. Jesus, come and touch us again. As far as I know, this blind man didn't know Jesus. He, his friends took him by the hand and led him in desperation for a meeting with Jesus. The man himself had very little faith and even less hope and no chance of recovery. I meet folks like that all the while. Desperate, hurting, wounded people. I thought I'd bring them to Jesus. Have the courage of my conviction to bring them. To speak to them. To tell them that God loves them. As far as this man knew, he was alive and blind. And that was as good as it was ever going to get for him. You know, people like that in our world. Blind and lost and hurting and just living life and that's as good as it's going to get for them unless we bring them to Jesus Jesus touched him took him by the hand touched his eyes and the man could see light and people and movement but his eyesight wasn't perfect but a whole lot better than the darkness and the blindness that he knew in that touch Jesus gave the man a glimpse of possibility Possibilities are endless for us. One word of kindness. One touch of a hand. One share of the love of God. One bit of grace that we extend and reach out to someone shows them the possibility of how life could be. But the man wanted more. You want more? I don't. I want more. I want so much more. He wanted to be touched again. Wanted a second touch. He wanted more of Jesus, and Jesus stretching out his hand gave him the second touch. This man who'd been broken by blindness was healed and whole and complete. My story. Once I, I was the opposite of all of those. Once you were the opposite to all of that. But one touch from Jesus. What about a miracle and a restoration? His future and his life was restored to him. Brothers and sisters, we're supposed to be a restoring community. Yeah? Out of the brokenness and rubble of our sin, God rescued us. Out of the dereliction of where we were, he lifted us up and pulled us from the mess that we were in. We not extend the hand to raise the fallen and lift up the helpless and the hurting yes we can his future and his life was restored now he saw himself as clean wanted I have worth loved and in community father let every eye be opened in this place. Amen.
every eye to see the kingdom to move in restoration to bring people home Father every eye I've got another one of those songs <laughs> I'm not going to sing it because I will, I, I will be in bits I daren't because I'll never finish if you want dinner I can't sing it Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. What's Jesus doing? Where would he be? If you could see him, where would he be? Open the eyes of our hearts. We may not be blind, but for some of us we need to see more clearly. We need a second touch. Something more. In that second touch, the man who'd been broken and blind was healed and whole and complete. God's working in me. I'm not, I can't say I'm fully whole or I'm fully healed or I'm fully complete, but he's working in me. And as much as I can see, and as much as I know, I want to point Jesus, to, point people towards Jesus. The only answer, the only saviour. Jeremiah is another person who was touched by God and then touched again. Unlike the blind man who had little faith, Jeremiah was a man of great faith. He loved God and knew that God had already touched him. Before he was born from his mother's womb, God had chosen him. In fact, God reminds Jeremiah saying this, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. You see, God had been personally and intimately involved in creating Jeremiah. Jeremiah was a follower of God. He was a man eager and ready to live for God and to serve him. But he got one problem. He couldn't do it 24-7. I've got some news for you, neither can I. Can't. Want to. Need to. I will. That's my confession. I will. But 24 7. That's a, a tall order. Tough cookie. Attitudes, actions, the way that I am, the things that I think. Hmm. I've got some bad attitude, guys. I see some things and I look at it, and it's not the same attitude that God would have. Not the same tenderness of heart that he's got. I get caught out time and time again. Jeremiah felt inadequate. He had weaknesses and faults. But he just wasn't that good. That kind of sounds familiar. God used Jeremiah and he wants to use you. Even though we mess up and scrape our knees. I want to tell you it's good news because God still sees that there's greatness in us. He sees greatness in us. Jeremiah needed something more than he had in himself. And so do I. I can't do it without Jesus. He needed another touch of God's hand. Oh, yeah. And so God touches Jeremiah again. He touches his mouth. And Jeremiah goes on to be one of the heroes of faith. 
I want to tell you, I just love how God can take a, and transform a timid but willing self-conscious disciple into a confident, capable leader with just the touch of his hand. I'm going to do that again. I just love how God can take and transform a timid but willing self-conscious disciple into a confident, capable leader with just one touch of his hand. Yes, he can. I know he can. He did. I know he can. The touch of God is really amazing and wonderful and awesome. But you know me, I, I, I'm not going to let you get off with it as easy as this. I'm not letting you get away with it. This isn't just about the blind man and about Jeremiah. It's about you and me as well. The Word of God always challenges me. And if I'm challenged, well, you're going to get challenged too. <laughs> it's only fair. It's only right. I got enormously challenged as I sat and... Uh, just wrote this where God encounters us for me it was like running, up, running into a brick wall you know you go, I felt encountered by this I felt challenged I believe that God's asking what's your story how do you fit into God's story your story may not be in the pages of the Bible or written in ink, but you have a story, whether you like it or not, whether you think that it's successful or you feel like you're a failure. You have a story. And your story is being written right now, right today, right this moment. Yeah? In, the, in, in the book on the pages of your life is written, I was at Kingdom Life Church. And whether you love it or not, whether you love it or hate it, you're writing your story today. Does it count for eternity? Does it matter? Does it make change? Does it bring difference? Your story may have some similarities to Jeremiah's story. You have a sense that God is calling you to do something or calling you to be someone or to go somewhere. But in your heart you believe that you need something more. I want to tell you Jesus is here here with a touch here with a word of encouragement here with some anointing and grace to accomplish the thing that you've carried in your heart some of you you've carried it for years others of you you've only just picked it up but today could be the day when you receive a, a second touch God is calling you to do something more than you could believe that you could ever do it's more than you think you can do it's probably God I can't believe some of the things that he's asked me to do. Some of the places he's taken me, I can't believe that stuff. But oh my goodness. I want to tell you this, I'm calling forth the gold of God today. In your life and in your heart, you just need one more touch, one more encounter, one more sense of his presence. And the blind man's story, it may not be so different from your own. In some ways, you may, you may be just like the blind man. 
and you can see all right but nobody else knows that your life is broken and your situation seems impossible it's a blind man like him you hope of things being better or being a winner and not being a loser is all but gone and you feel helpless to do anything about it but perhaps like the blind man you've never met Jesus either well not face to face anyway and like the blind man you want to have faith but it's hard you know this story sounds awfully familiar to some people Jesus touched him and today he's willing to touch you I tell you, not one person here today that he doesn't want to touch. Not one person who's disqualified. Not one person who's, who's not good enough. Not one person who hasn't got enough faith. Jesus wants to touch all and everyone. Today he's willing to touch you. His touch totally transformed this man's life. Gave him a future and a reason to believe. A reason to rejoice reason to get up in the morning I know many people that are on the, how they call it now uh, who, who get benefit who stop in bed all day Jesus gave this man a reason to get up talk about awesome amazing and wonderful and if Jesus can do this for a blind man he can touch us too you don't need a whole lot of faith just, just a little bit wouldn't it be great to have a touch like that from Jesus today? Or like Jeremiah, you can say that God had a, had a hand in your creation. He did. Before you were even thought about. While you were still just a twinkle. We all know what that is, don't we? You may already be, know the experience of being touched by God, but today you need a fresh touch. Yes. It's been a long time. And you're dry. And you're thirsty. Come and drink from the river of life. Woven into these two stories, Jeremiah and the blind man, is a divine truth that's echoed throughout Scripture. You see, God is not done with us yet. He's not finished. If you're not the man that you want to be or the woman that you want to be, hang on in there. God's not finished yet. There is yet one more touch. They both long for a touch. And the Bible is full of stories of people whose lives were touched by God. Full of them. I wrote this, I like this. Jesus touched the blind man and gave him back sight and hope. He touched lepers and gave them dignity. Jesus touched the woman who was sick and bleeding and gave her health. Jesus touched the people who were paralysed and set them free to run and walk. Jesus touched children and blessed them. Jesus touched a dead girl and gave her life. What do you want God to do for you today? Come on, answer the question. What do you want God to do for you today? He's willing. Just one touch. Just one touch of the king. It's enough. Brothers and sisters, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be great to be touched by God today? Wouldn't it be great? To be touched in a life-changing way. 
that frees us and looses us to follow our dreams and our visions, that frees us to share the gospel, that frees us to touch hearts, that frees us to be the people that God wants us to be. It's great what God's doing, but wouldn't it be great if he could touch us one more time? I've spent many years chasing after him to touch him. And you get to a day like this and he says, well, actually, I just want to touch you. I just want to touch you. I'm nearly finished, Steve. You ready? I finished with this. Jesus, Son of God.